0: You know, nobody burns out overnight, even though we see the fruit of it kind of in one big moment. You know, we see sort of pastors or leaders, someone goes off, they have an affair or, you know, they go and just make crazy decisions like, whoa, where did that come from? It's like to, to everyone externally, it looks like it was something out of the blue. But in actual fact, the soul was decaying way before that. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Sats, aka The Digital Rabbi. Uh, nice to be hanging out on this. Uh, well, it's actually Monday. I'm recording this, but you might be listening to this at any point. And um, I've really been enjoying actually as of late, um, dialing back some of the automation in uh, the content that I put out, and um, you know, I think sometimes automation can be helpful. And it enables us to put out more, but I don't know. Just something about the schedule just starts to kill the vibe, kill the energy, and kill the creativity. And so, a lot of what I'm posting right now on Instagram uh, and and in the podcast is kind of week to week. It's been the same with my message prep for uh, preaching in church as well, and uh, just finding that there's more. Uh, just, is it authenticity? Is it, you know, in the momentness? I don't know, but whatever it is, I kind of like it. And, uh, I do I'll be here, uh, permanently, but, uh, it's where I am right now. So, Hey, thanks for tuning in and, uh, please do go check out the last few episodes in this brand new season as we've been making the shift, talking more about creativity. And, um, today I want to talk to you about burnout and um, I have to say, I've never actually personally burned out, um, but I have friends who've burned out. Um, it's a topic that is kind of just in our consciousness, isn't it, around in society. And I think the thing that's interesting about burnout, I would say this, that I have traveled towards burnout. Um, in other words, I think in various points in my life, I've been on the wrong trajectory. And uh, I actually think probably few... 2 3 years ago there were some big changes um for us in our church and um just a whole bunch of things that really um shifted that trajectory and I think you know if that hadn't occurred I actually do think I was on a trajectory towards burnout um and so I feel grateful I feel grateful that um, in my mind, God actually protected me, you know, and uh, caused that revelation um, to come. Um, but but I just think, um, you know, it's pretty common. And and I think what's so surprising is, you know, people look like they have everything together. You know, that's what's so surprising. The people who burn out, it's like I'm surprised. Like you look like you're killing it. You you look like you're in the best place, and then somehow. Behind the scenes, in the soul somewhere, and hey, no judgment, by the way, no, no, I'm not trying to throw shade on anyone. Uh, I'm just maybe talking just just about it as a concept, what I've noticed, and um, and maybe hopefully to help us um, live um, a more healthy life and live a life that is going to sustain, because that's it at the end of the day. Like, there's no point absolutely killing it, you know, in the creative space if you can't last the distance, right? Like, just on a pure numerical sort of, you know, if we were to work it out, you know, is it better to have 10 years of glory or like 30 years of like slightly lesser glory? Like, I think I'd take the 30 years, you know, because I think the the, the impact of that accumulation is is going to be greater. So when I think about my own life, I think, you know, there is a temptation in this world, isn't there, to to get things quickly. And I've really realized that actually, Everything that comes quickly um, it, it's not actually uh, it's not actually going to stay, uh, and that's that's the truth. And what Jesus says, you know, um, build build on the rock, not on the sand. Like things can look really good, but are they actually strong? Are they do they actually have good foundations? And uh, of course, it's in those moments of pressure or. Uh, pain or, you know, dif- difficulty, something comes and it presses the wrong things and all the foundations fall. And I, I really don't want to live my life like that. I really don't want that to be my story. And I've, I've seen that be the story of other people and some of which have, by the grace of God, been able to pick themselves up and some of which have, have, Almost, there's been no repentance, no self-awareness, and they haven't. And it's very sad um, to see. Um, but but what I what I am convinced of is that you know burnout does not have to happen. You know it's preventable. And, you know, nobody burns out overnight, even though we see the fruit of it kind of in one big moment, you know, we see sort of pastors or leaders, someone goes off, they have an affair or, you know, they go and just make crazy decisions it's like, whoa, where did that come from? It's like to, to everyone externally, it looks like it was something out of the blue, but in actual fact, there were uh, just, I don't know, the soul was decaying way before that, you know. Um, the moment what we see is is the, the the visual moment, but actually there's stuff we can do to take care of ourselves and make sure that we stay in a healthy place so that we don't either do something stupid or um, just simply collapse under the pressure <laughs> that we're putting ourselves in to be this person um, that we're, we're simply not really capable uh, of being. So I just want to encourage you and, and maybe just remind us that as creative people, we have a responsibility to ourselves And that almost sounds slightly wrong in Christendom. Like, like, Oh no, no, I should just be giving everything. I should just be, you know, going all out. I should be breaking all the limits because that's what Jesus did. And, and yet, and yet Jesus seemed to go away quite a bit and pray and he had boundaries and, you know, he didn't let the demands of the people around him completely overwhelm him. Um, and, and this is just the first thing I want to say to us, um, just as a thought, I think it's a post coming out as, as, um, on the day that this releases. And uh, the first thought is is really just this, is, um, you know, let your doing always flow out of your being. Quick tangent for you guys. I don't know if you noticed, but church websites are not very good. <laughs> like it's only the most important organization in the entire world. And, uh, and yet, It's clunky. It's not always mobile friendly. There's no clean design. And so maybe you're a creative in a church that's still working on those things and uh, you need a new website. And of course you can spend thousands and thousands of pounds, dollars, whatever you're working in for a great website, or you can go and check out the church Co uh, the church Co is a complete digital platform for your church it's fully managed a website an app and a team to manage everything and honestly the prices are actually pretty affordable you're gonna you're gonna really like this I went and checked out some of the the websites that they're featuring there and uh, it's clean design it's simple and I think also you know churches kind of' we're kind of doing the same things aren't we you know we need to let people know about services we need a way for people to connect into events and so what's so cool about the church co is it's bespoke it's bespoke to churches so i would love to recommend that you go check them out you can actually use uh, a coupon code sats that's my name s-a-t-s go to the church that's the church with the coupon code sats and you can actually get 10 percent off lifetime so that's pretty good go check it out uh, run by a great guy called paul who's a friend of mine. I think you're going to love it. In other words, whenever you operate outside of your sort of capacity in yourself, you actually, um, you know, you kind of run yourself dry, right? And you'll have known that feeling, you know, when you have that intense week and everybody needs something from you and there's tight deadlines and, you know, that's okay once in a while, you know, because that's life and uh, every week is different. But you know, when we stay in that place where we are doing more than we can actually do, some of us have actually been taught that that's a good place to be. Uh, and I just want to say that that's not true. <laughs> you know, like it, it, the, the, your limits are there for a reason. And, you know, actually, I think it takes a lot of faith to actually embrace your limits and acknowledge um, I'm not God. You know, that's why I have limits is because I'm not God. I'm I'm not all powerful. And um, I got to make sure that I actually steward Um, what's going on in my soul so that the things that I do can actually be stuff that, um, is fun and full of joy and out of that overflow rather than something that is like scraping the barrel, right? <laughs> we all know those feelings where we're trying to create a great design or there's a project we're going to, and we need creative inspiration, but we just don't have anything, don't have anything in the tank. Well, that's because, you know, we've let our, uh, doing exceed our being. So, so whenever, whenever we're, we're living life like that, um, it always takes us into a, um, oh, what's the word, probably a carnal place, it is is the word? You know, it takes us into a place where we take we need shortcuts. We take shortcuts because we actually need shortcuts. Because how are we going to get all this done? Because we're 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 living a physically impossible life, and those shortcuts might be moral shortcuts. You know that we might steal some somebody else's work. It might be little lies that we tell. Um, you know, but, but but whatever it is, it takes us into a place that is not good for us. It's not good for our soul, and accumulated over a time, that will actually do some real damage if we don't do it. So I want to encourage you: let your doing always flow out of your being. If 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 you're always doing things within your capacity. You're not going to burn out. Now, of course we can go completely the other way and we can just go, Oh, I don't want to be anywhere where I'm stretched or that's not what I'm talking about at all. But I think there is a balance here and there is a wisdom here. And one of the things I've realized is, you know, nobody else um, understands uh, the things that you're facing and your responsibilities because everyone else is just seeing one aspect of you. So, you know, I realized this as a pastor, you know, sometimes we're asking things of people and it's like, but there's other th- responsibilities that they've got. And if I keep putting pressure on people, actually it's it's not really going to serve them. And people don't always feel like they can say no, um, which is where we get to our, our next point, which is say no often. And uh, I'm going to annoy some people by, by saying this because <laughs> some, some conversations need to be had. Uh, some things need to go down where you say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. You know, I'm not able to work for free. I'm not able to put that time in. I'm not able to come to that event. And um, I've loved getting to create that sort of culture in our church where people feel free, I hope, to saying no. And it's difficult because, you know, it took me a a long time to realize that people treat me differently because I'm a pastor. And and, and with that um, power actually comes a responsibility not to, um, you know, uh, abuse that power, And and often it's not like intentional, right? But it's just like when you ask someone something, they're going to say yes. They're more likely to say yes because I'm a pastor, right? So it's, it's true in business as well. As soon as you're higher up in the chain, you know, you've got more influence, your brand is bigger, people are more likely to respond in the affirmative to you because... They think you're cool, or something like they, they see you as having some sort of authority in their life, and and you do so, so, so so it's there. But but we actually need to create an environment where people feel like they can actually say "I'm no," because we need to trust people, and and I want to encourage you trust yourself trust yourself to be self-aware, trust yourself to feel my energy levels are kind of low right now. I can't go to this prayer meeting. I can't do this thing. And sometimes that's, that's, um, you know, um, just saying no before we get to that stage. That's the wise approach, right? Not taking off more than we can, we can, we can actually do. But, but, but the other aspect is sometimes we actually need to go, Hey, I'm really sorry. I've made this commitment, but I actually need to withdraw this commitment. You know, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I don't have the capacity to do it. And so trusting, um you know your awareness of how you actually are and and being able to communicate that is really really key to making sure that you're in a healthy um place and so I'll leave you with this thought on on this particular point is, is that when you say yes to everything you end up saying no to the things that are the most important because when you say yes to everything there's the, the, the things that disappear are always the things that are most important because the people who get your attention and your time and your energy are the people who shout the loudest, who apply the most pressure because you're saying yes to everything. So your, your yes to everyone is saying no to, to people who really matter. That might be your spouse. That might be your kids. Um, you know, that might be your friends. Um, it, it might be to God. <laughs> because there's people demanding things of you, and you can't say no, but because you don't understand that you actually have a responsibility for your time, you got to be a good steward. So saying no is actually about being a good steward of of what you have and having clarity about this is why I exist. This is why I'm here, and so I, I got to say no. So it's something I've really had to learn because um, you know I, I want I want to say yes. I want to be a yes person in the best possible way because I'm enthusiastic about everything. And so often I say yes, because I'm I'm enthusiastic and because I genuinely do want to help and I genuinely do want to be involved. But the reality is, is I have limits and I need to acknowledge those limits. And so sometimes I have an enthusiastic conversation, um, you know, where I'm hyped about somebody's project and then I have to text after and say, Hey, you know what? I think I just got a bit over enthusiastic. I'm really pumped for your project, but, uh, it's not going to be one for me. I just don't have the capacity, um, right now. And so I'm um, feeling comfortable to say that is, it's really important for keeping your soul, um, in a healthy um, place. And uh, the third thing um, is this is ask to get paid. Uh, this a really big difference between doing something for free and getting paid to do it, isn't it? Like it completely changes the dynamic. And uh, I want to encourage you, uh, particularly in a church context. Now, this is the thing. It's really good to give It's really good to serve. It's really good to pour out. Like that's what life is about, right? You know, ultimately everything we do, including business and paid work as creatives, whether you're a designer, photographer, whatever cool stuff that you're doing, you're doing it to serve people. You're doing it to reveal beauty and wonder and capture moments and all that cool stuff, right? So, so that's, that's the theme. I don't want us to get rid of that theme, but, but I do want to say this is that if you find that you're overcommitted, the, the, you should get rid of some of those things. <laughs> if, if you can't commit to those things and you're starting to feel, this is, this is a real telltale sign that you want watch out, to watch out for, a little bit of resentment. Like, oh, I, I've got to do this. You know, like, oh, I've, gotta, I, I, I've committed. Oh, like I don't really want to, but people are expecting me to be there and people are expecting me to do this for free. Now, this is tricky when your line of work is actually creative you know, you're a photographer. And so church, want you come in and take some photos and of this event? And that's just like free work. And you, I just want to encourage you and let you know that it is okay to actually just say, I'm really sorry, but I'm not able to do this for free. This is my rate. Maybe you want to give a discount. Maybe you don't. That's okay. But what I think is really important is that we have the conversation that we're willing to have the conversation with our team leader or our pastor or whatever the setting is that we're willing to have the conversation with, with, with the, the, the charity that we volunteer for. We're just willing to have that conversation. And, and, and so often what I realize is if we're in like a, um, like a not good environment, like a a little bit toxic environment, you know, we know what the reaction to that conversation is going to be like, it's going to be like, Oh my gosh, you know, we can't, we just can't afford it. We just, you know, like and if that's what the answer is, that's okay. You know, you can then make the decision, you know, without feeling pressure, by the way, honest, uh, do I have capacity for this or do I not? If you don't have capacity, then the thing is, is that when, when someone doesn't want to pay for something that actually is of value, like your skill, your time, your energy, your soul that you're putting out there for, you know, as you capture and as you design and as you create something beautiful, like if someone doesn't value that, that's okay. That doesn't mean your work isn't a value. It just means that they don't value it. But at the end of the day, if they did value it, they would pay you for it. You know, they would find a way. Like it's, it's funny how there's just certain jobs that we just find a way to pay for, you know, like, like if we've got to, if we've got to like, um, someone needs to clean, you know, the church or clean the business, what we're going to do, we're going to pay a cleaner to come in. If we can't get someone to come in and do it for free, we're we going to, do. we're going to pay someone to do it. If we need someone to paint the walls, we're going to, we're going to pay someone to do it. You know, if we need to buy um, a piece, uh, like a speaker, you know, a subwoofer or something that's going to enhance the sound of what we're doing, you know, we're not like, oh, can you give it us for free? (laughs) Like, it's just like ludicrous that you'd go into the shop and you'd be like, I really like this bread. I have to pay for it. Like, what? Can you give it for free? It's just a laughable conversation. Yes, somehow with creative services. That's how we approach it. It's like, oh, well, it's just your time. You know, it's just your energy. What's what's the big deal? Can't you you give this to God? And it's like, yeah, you can. But if you feel like you're getting resentful about it, if you feel like you don't have the capacity for it, if you feel like it's been taken for granted, it's okay to actually say, um, hey, look, I'm not going to be able to continue doing this. And um, one of the ways you can, um, you know, uh, do that is by having a conversation that's, you know, time orientated. So in other words, you know, you don't have to pull out like, See, because this is what people do. This is what creatives do. Like we get fed up we get resentful, we get bitter, and then we're committing to all this stuff. And then our only option often feels like, I just got to ghost this person or ghost this church. I just got to disappear. And we get disgruntled and we get upset. And and that's like a really bad outcome because the thing is, is that most people don't realize that that's how you feel. It's just a communication issue. They're not trying to take advantage of you, I think for the most part. Most churches, they're not trying to take advantage of people. They, they're they just, you know, it's just that they don't know. There's not been a conversation that this is not working. This is not working for you. So, so to have that conversation and and, and share that I think is really important because it actually means that we're going to save relationship. And that's ultimately the thing that matters the most, not the cool stuff uh, we're creating. And so um, having those conversations is, is, is really important. It actually protects us, protects our soul and protects people and keeps unity um, in the body. Um, So uh, the fourth thing is this around how to prevent uh, burnout is to have a hobby. Have a hobby. I, I, you know, think back to when you're a teenager, maybe you still are a teenager, but I don't know when I was like 15, 16, I just used to play guitar like all day and like video games all day. But I'm sure I should have been doing some work or something, uh, studying, but, but like that was the sort of, you know, uh, that I just had loads of time. Right. And so when, when you're young and you're growing up, you have loads of time just to do things that are fun. And often that's where all of your ideas and your creativity comes out of, it comes from um, that place. But, you know, as we get older and we take on responsibilities and we get a little bit more weighed down and we we often lose those things that we used to love. Like I started going back to some of the old bands that used to listen to just enjoying some of this like heavy metal and rock music that I was like super into. And and, and I've developed new hobbies as well. I think it's Karen Newhoff who says, you know, um, a, a job is something you get paid for. A hobby is something you pay to do. And I think that's a great distinction, particularly when you're in a creative line of work because you love what you do, you know, and often our hobbies have become now work. And so I've been doing all sorts of things, taking care of plants, you know, listening to music. Um, I've been making candles like it's so random, but it's just fun. I actually got like this thousand piece jigsaw puzzle that I'm still uh, working through because I just realized there's there's a need for me to have interests that are outside of church, outside of business, outside of, you know, making money. It's just good for the soul and it, it's going to replenish you in a way that you, you didn't even realize. Um, the fifth thing is this is to be strategic about limiting social media, be strategic about limiting social media. You know, um, if, if you've ever had a bit of a content plan and you're trying to reach people online, it's, it's so easy to suddenly feel like trapped, you know, like you've, you've got seven days of content planned and it's amazing. And then on the eighth day you wake up and you realize, I don't have anything. And then you've got this like pressure to like create something that's great and it's not working. You've got no inspiration. And and I just think, you know, there is incredible value, of course, in regular posting and regular interaction online. But sometimes we actually just need to take a moment to put social media in its place and to say, actually, you're not the boss of me. You are a tool that I use. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't, I don't need to feel this pressure. Like I must post, I must be on it. And so um, I will go from, you know, posting a lot. You know, if you follow me, you know, I'm posting pretty regularly most days, but sometimes I'll just skip a week. I'm just like I don't have the creative energy. I can't really be bothered, and it's better for me in the long run to feel like I've got the permission to do that, rather than feeling sort of trapped in the algorithm is going to not like me anymore, and you know all that kind of stuff. It's just like it's fine. The algorithm will pick you back up in a week's time. Like the world is not going to end if you close down Instagram. So um, I just say that because when you work in the digital space, you are, you know, you 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 you're absorbing this stuff and as much as we, we know we shouldn't get caught in the scroll and, you know, doom scrolling and all of that, you know, as much as we know all of those things, we're still human beings. And this stuff is, you know, wired and designed to be super addictive, all the colors, the notifications, etc. And so it's very easy as a content creator to find yourself, um, you know, just getting stuck in social media, you know, like, oh, why, why am I doing this? And then, we're, then we get to the incessantly sort of checking um, sort of thing. And, and that's not good. So so use the tool, but don't let the tool use you. You're in control. Uh, put it in this place, strategically limit it. So imagine the scene, guys, you are designing a flyer or you're creating a piece of content that requires you to go back and find some great photography, right? Like photography really makes it really makes design a lot of the time and getting the right image that is going to capture uh, what you're trying to communicate. Maybe you're doing some real women's event. You want a, a great picture that's going to represent that. Maybe you're promoting something for your pastor or a speaker and you, you need to find the right photo, right? And so what do you do? You go to Dropbox, you go to Google Drive and you, you're searching. You're going going year by year. You're going into the month. You're going into the, the specific date. And and like that system kind of works, but it also kind of doesn't. Like It takes a long time to find the sort of photos. And you basically got to go through one by one, looking at all these high res files. I don't know about you guys, but my computer is struggling through <laughs> these high res files. And, um, and so what if you could simply imagine this, imagine if you could search for the thing that you need. So if you need, um, you know, a picture of a group of older women smiling together with coffee, you know, imagine if you could search for coffee, you could see all of the, the photos where people are holding coffee cups, or you could see all of the photos of a certain demographic or a certain item or a certain theme. Imagine if you could just search and find it. Well great news. <laughs> this actually exists. It's it's something called Capture Collab. And uh, it's a way of organizing your photos and your videos. You basically tag them as you upload. And then when it comes to time to, to find the right image for the new web page or design or whatever it is, you, it will just pull up all of the things that are tagged um, in that way. So I would love to encourage you to go check it out. It's great for churches, also great for businesses um, as well. You can go to capturecolab.com. Com. that's capturecolab.com and you can get a 10% discount uh, by using my name s-a-t-s sats Capturecolab.com, i think it's a great um little piece of tech that could really help you save some time go check it out and uh, the sixth thing is this is to create for fun not just for work you know create for fun when was the last time you just took photos for fun Right. When was the last time you just you just made something for fun, you know, so to use those same creative skills, but just for fun, you know, when you just wrote a song for fun rather than, oh, let's create a great release that is going to hit, you know, hit whatever top 10, blah, 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 or get on a Spotify playlist just to write for fun. And I, I found this is so cool. Um, it's been, it's, it's been really important for me because, you know, uh, everything I'm doing is, is, is using all of these skills that, that I have creative skills, whether it's music, whether it's design. And so just to do something without an agenda, oh, it's so good for your soul. And and it it reminds you about why you do what you do. So it brings that um, energy um, back into it. And the seventh thing I just want to share finally on how to avoid and prevent burnout um, is just to take more days off. Take more days off. I think one of my fears, and I feel like I hear this in other creatives as well, is my, my fear is that people are going to perceive me to be lazy. And and part of the reason, as I just said earlier, is because in my teenage years I kind of was a bit lazy. You know, I was just chilling around. Like, I you know I had ambition, but I was also like I don't really care about doing anything. You know, and and it's a pretty fun time to be fair. Uh, but 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 I think uh, off the back of that, I really did develop hard work ethic. And, um, you know, I developed that capacity to work and concentrate and focus and give my all. And, and that's really cool quality to develop and important for every young person uh, to develop that. But, 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 but now I think I've come to a point where I realize sometimes uh, I'm tired. You know, I'm aware that I have creatively expressed myself and, you know, like a post Sunday or sometimes I post a big project and it's like, I just know I just need to chill and take a day off and have a nap and things like that. And sometimes I just feel awkward, you know? It's like with my wife, I'm like, Am I, I'm just gonna chill today and I just feel like slightly embarrassed, like I can't take a day off. But, but here's what I wanna just say and there's plenty of science, by the way, to, that backs this up, that when you rest, you know, it, actually creativity is going on behind the scenes. And so when we just keep kind of like uh, forcing creativity to come through, uh, what happens is, we, you know, we can't, we can't make it happen and we get stuck. But when we rest, actually, you're gonna find every time you have a day off, wow, your brain just starts coming up with all these ideas. And um, that's why we love being in, well, I love being in the shower because uh, a nice long shower, it's just like you're not thinking about anything. And then suddenly, bam, all of these ideas. So it requires a lot of discipline. I find this with Sabbath. Um, you know, I'd get a lot of ideas on Sabbath and it requires a lot of discipline not to actually <laughs> jump on and go, wow, let's do that. Let's get on all these things. Um, but to take more days off, I want to encourage you um, to do that. Creativity comes in bursts and we're here for the long haul that's what this thing is really about. Everything that comes quickly, success that comes quickly will not last. But, but success that is built slowly, um, permanence that is built slowly. It that's, that's what lasts. And that's really what, what my heart is for you is that your impact would last. Um, you know, your, your legacy would last in you know, the work that you do, it would linger in people's hearts. The beauty that you create, um, it would last. It would have a, a long impact, an eternal impact. And uh, we don't want any overnight success. We want to commit to the long haul. And so we've got to look after our soul and here's to not burning out. Here's to having a healthy balance and, and yet a lot of fun. And uh, that, that creative spark to lean into crazy things and attempt great things. You know, that's, that's part of the creative personality. So, um, hey, I hope you found this um, helpful. And uh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, We're here every single week. So uh, please hit subscribe so you can keep getting these episodes and wherever you're listening in the gym or in the car or anything, um, drop a rating and a review and uh, maybe you could consider sharing this with a friend. I'd love to just get this message out that I feel like is bringing so much um, just joy to me and so much rest in my soul because, you know, I think when we look around in the world and we see all these amazing entrepreneurs and business people and But if we're honest, you know, if we dig deeper, a lot of them have got like failed marriages. A lot of them are are workaholics. A lot of them have got perfectionist tendencies. A lot of them are not healthy. And I think, you know, my heart, my vision is that we're going to create cool stuff. We're going to make money. We're going to rest and we're going to repeat. We're going to keep this thing going. We're not going to burn out. Uh, We're actually going to, um, you know, get ignited uh, with an unquenchable fire and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun in the process. So please do share with someone in your world if this might encourage them and help them. And um, thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode.